Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Today is day 55 of the semi-quarantine, and it is May the 8th. And we're looking at a passage that you have never heard a sermon on, nor have I. It's a little, almost a throwaway passage, which of course are some of the best in Scripture. This is from Luke chapter 8. Same passage as yesterday, for those of you who were there, we had our socks knocked off, uh, learning about Mary Magdalene, who was the number one witness to the uh, crucifixion and resurrection of Jesus more than any other person. Everybody else took uh, a part in it, and she witnessed the whole thing from beginning to end. But there's another character uh, today uh, who merits some attention, and that is Joanna, the wife of Shuza. Let's read. This is from Luke chapter 8, verse 1 through 3. Soon afterwards, Jesus went on through the cities and villages, proclaiming and bringing the good news of the kingdom of God. And the twelve were with him. So far, so good. And also some women who had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities, Mary called Magdalene, from whom seven demons had gone out, and Joanna, the wife of Shuza, Herod's household manager, and Susanna, and many others who provided for them out of their means. So this person, Joanna, the wife of Shuza, Herod's household manager, we know a couple things about her. First of all, she's married. She's married to Shuza, who's prominent enough to have a name in Scripture, which is interesting. And then we get his job description, which is a household manager for Herod. Now, this is the Herod. There's lots of Herods in Scripture because it's sort of a title and a family dynasty, and there's a bunch of brothers, but this is the Herod that uh, uh, beheads John the Baptist and interrogates Jesus before his crucifixion. So not a nice guy, uh, and the husband is his household manager, so very, very prominent position in that administration. Chief of staff uh, would be my analogy of what kind of job her husband had, but chief of chap, chief of staff to a very, very bad man. Then we know uh, something about her spiritual journey. We know that she is one of the ones that's described as having either, either an evil spirit and or an infirmity, which Jesus healed. And then she puts her money where her mouth is, and supports the ministry. She demonstrates by her you know, tithes and offerings that she has had a changed heart. The other thing that uh, we find in her is we find her going all the way to the resurrection. So this is cool. So there are women who are men- mentioned, uh, like other women during the, resur- during the crucifixion, So she's not specifically mentioned during the uh, crucifixion or the burial. She is mentioned in Luke chapter 24 as uh, 
having an interaction with an with one of the angels after the resurrection, and then so when the light bulb goes on for the for the women who the angel appears to, and it says, and they remembered his words, and returning from the tomb, they told all these things to the eleven and to the, all the rest. So the eleven remaining disciples, so they knew where they were hiding. So that tells you something. And then it tells us who these women were. Now it was Mary Magdalene and Joanna and Mary, the mother of James, and the other women with them who told these things to the disciples. Then this is my second favorite part. But these words seemed to them an idle tale, and they did not believe him. And then Peter runs and rises and runs to the, the tomb. So these were the women. Joanna, who's mentioned here in a throwaway passage, in my opinion, who get the first news of the resurrection. So a couple of points about this. Just the honoring and the... First of all, the women are even mentioned in these stories is so atypical of any literature or history of the, of this time. Jesus is really turning uh, uh, sexual convention on its... Um, on its ear and honoring these women. And then we just find out these great things that provided for them out of their means. This makes me think of uh, Newt Larson's favorite passage in Luke or first uh, Corinthians chapter four, verse seven, for who sees anything different in you? What do you have that you did not receive? If then you received it, why do you boast as if you did not receive it? So these women using their wealth and abilities and giftedness, if you were, to support the church and support the ministry and support these pastors, uh, of which, interesting, they believed before the before the uh, eleven uh, disciples did. I think this is so affirming. If you are a woman, my goodness, the gospel is open to you. You are welcome here. If you're one of the 12 guys, you're kind of welcome to. If you have been full of demons, were a demon, more than one demon must have been just horrible. Or if your uh, family member works for an evil empire, maybe, I don't know, marijuana industry, I can't think of anything else. Uh, if you are noted for having had evil spirits, if you are noted for having infirmities, which the Lord has met, my, you are welcome to the gospel. You are welcome to Jesus. And then these women who go all the way to the end, who are faithful to Jesus's ministry, who support the ministry, provide for them with the gifts that he's, he's given. And then they re-witness to the guys, the apostles, who need it the most. So ladies and gentlemen, here is Joanna, the wife of Shuza, Herod's household manager, one of the heroes of the faith, one of the named heroes of the New Testament. Who knew about Joanna? I certainly didn't.